And it's not doing. All right. Do I want to install updates now? No. Nobody does. Well, since we're ripping this directly from YouTube, hello and welcome to RCR Podcast. I forget the number. Number 58. Number 58. Welcome to the moon. Mun. Get me to the no, moon. Oh, what, what, uh, uh, ah, feedback. 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 Oh, that's right. I need my tablet because... Let's see. Uh, all right, one second. I am just going to go share this. Um, I keep looking into this and realizing that you guys are over there, not here. Uh, the questions are here. Uh, wait. Uh, yeah. The, ooh, things. Uh, thank you for sticking with us with uh, the microphones on the i i book folding computer. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to use some of your Patreon money to go buy a USB mixer, which hopefully next time will solve all of our microphone problems, and we will have not only a computer that doesn't freeze up, but we will be able to use our microphones again, and it's all going to sound good. Yes. I so. need to get to my YouTube page so... I can see the comments easier than, than doing this. And for those of you just listening, I just craned my hand uh, in front of the laptop screen. My channel. Yes. And hello to everybody. Another Levin's run. Someone just said F to be cute. Nice. What is this? Our Sarah Place Kerbal Space Program. No, <laughs> I'm not really good at Kerbal Space Program, and I'm still trying to. Automation. I always get too much knock in my yeah head. yeah it's, it's, engines knocking cut back no yeah. still knocking cut back no no we're all dying Ethan Paul Newman's gonna have my legs broke <laughs> yeah. um okay so I know why stop at the moon when you can go to Minmus the other moon of Kerbin <laughs> so this is uh, our first. Uh, podcast together after I got back from New Zealand, my personal uh, trip to New Zealand. Yes. And there's plenty to talk about there. I need some whiskey to get me going. I also want to talk about Ryan Gosling's, or maybe I should really just say the director. I don't even know. Oh, uh, um, oh, oh, Damien Chazelle. Okay. Rhymes with Gazelle. <laughs> uh, the movie First Man. Yes. which I saw on the plane. And here, here's my summary of First Man. I'm Ryan Gosling. I want to go to the moon. I'm Mrs. Gosling. You're a bad husband. <laughs> Oscar. Yeah, that, that <laughs> like, was a very Oscar bait movie, but also people went into it expecting... I should have said uh, uh, Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people went into it expecting a very... Uh, uh, you you can have that there. I'm oh, just picking Neil, up rice off this table. A very uh, biopic version of Neil Armstrong's life, which involves sort of the moon landing and all that other, um, an uh, the, everything ancillary surrounding it. But the problem is that what people got was more of a reflective character piece about grief. Yeah. And you, the, the people felt like they were sold a bill of goods. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh... you know. The, the movie that traumatized literally anyone who has ever done a performative art yeah. of any kind. And it's just one of those things where you think you're getting the, the college version of 
a music biopic where you see the rise and fall and the rise again. And you do get that, but you get it in a very messed up kind of way. And it's brilliant. Like, I love that movie, but it's also one of those movies that's so good. You don't really want to watch it again after you see it. First um, Man or Whiplash? Both. <laughs> okay. Um, first Man, it, IMAX over in Reading. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to see it in, when it was downscaled to one of the smaller theaters. Okay. But it still felt like a cinematic experience worth seeing on a screen, you know? I would have had to. It was, I was so glad I had volume control over those headphones <laughs> on the plane because seeing this in the movie had to be deafening. Oh, I can only imagine. Like, loud, like, when I went to see um, you know, uh, Blade Runner, also Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Uh, whatever theater I was in with uh, Matt Walsh, that was a wow. They had the volume cranked. So, and that sort of took over the experience. And my, oh, <laughs> the sound effects of. First man is just airplane noises, airplane noises. Everything's rattling. (laughs) And then theremin worked in there in the background. I didn't know. Everything's loud. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people need the difference explained a lot of the times between sound effects, editing, and sound mixing. Mm -hmm. And it's more of, you know, one is the creation of sounds and one is how you, you know, leveling and mixing and all that other stuff and Mm -hmm. that's why sometimes you'll have a set of nominees on one side and a completely separate set on the other side Mm. but yeah it was kind of weird first man that experience because it wasn't at all what i was kind of expecting even knowing the filmography of damien chazelle going in so ryan gosling looks with big eyes (laughs) (laughs) the movie (laughs) <laughs> gotta have the long-suffering wife role too yeah it's just yeah. which is uh like a staple of every going to space movie yeah yeah or it's either the wife or the daughter that they're leaving behind they even parodied this in this bell commercial about nacho fries oh, where yeah. um oh what's his name james marsden is going to mars or somewhere to retrieve nacho fries okay and it's just it's a fake movie trailer but it shows the whole thing of you know the, playing around with the daughter and promising he's going to come back in a very armageddon interstellar yeah. kind of way uh-huh. don't close my eyes. Uh-huh. whatever happened to Aerosmith smith anyway <laughs> they just uh, disappeared i listened to uh Steve Tyler give a very spiritual interview on Rogan like huh. last winter. Yeah. He was on and he talked at length about meaning and existence <laughs> in a very scatterbrained kind of way. I mean, the man's in his 70s. Is he 70? And oh, your connection is unstable. Please wait while we reconnect. That's wonderful. All right, so we're we're back. I think we're back. Um, uh, someone earlier asked if I had a, a DSLR. Of- Everybody's going F, but it but it's working on my. It's a well, it's potato vision on the laptop, and All right, let me close my. Oh, man. All right, I think it's. Are we, are we back? 
Are we back? When I edit this, I'll just cut at the part where you go to get whiskey. Yeah. And then it'll be, you know. Uh, but All right. It's working on my tablet. Yeah, it's working on my phone. Uh, yeah. Man, I don't have a whole lot of time left with this hair. Uh, mm. Did you look at yeah. any of those uh, thickening shampoos? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. You know? Get them thick. Lustrous. Uh. I mean... The thing is, you can put off the, the bulk. Like, I can't because my head shape is too weird. Mm. Like, it looks okay on the camera, but trust me, it's weird. Uh, someone earlier asked if I have a DSLR of my own that I use for the videos. Literally, my videos are just filmed with my phone and my GoPro. Because yeah. uh, that's all. I, I mean, my phone, it's a Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus. Right. So, it's got... a pretty good camera in there like by my estimation mm -hmm. and then you know i just have my gopro which i've always had except i got a new uh casing for it because oh, good. the old one uh snapped and then mm -hmm. in when i was reviewing my aunt's car the replacement that i got for it like it was riding on the back the, the rear spoiler the, well of course the spoiler on my mustang and it fell off and then my aunt ran over it with uh, nah. her car so it's hilarious and it's it'll be the start of the video for that review so yeah that'll be fun uh, it's just uh, a lot of uh learning how to do to do different things maybe like buy a different shot and it's all in relatively familiar territory for me although uh -huh. i did film one in a fairly unfamiliar spot but uh -huh. i scoped it out beforehand That's so yeah it's it's nice to kind of have these things now so far the plan is for me to do a roman review that is every other thursday okay so my friend's car is next thursday and then you know I, I think one of my reviews is needed for a Monday. Yeah, because I'm flying down to Orlando Sanford uh, to hang out with Tavarish. Not next week. Not the week after. There's nothing next week is me going down to Orlando, and it just cut out on my lap. On yeah, my it's, it's going nutty on my phone, too. All right, so I'm going to turn off my computer. So. So that it's not... Well, it's sleeping, so eh. it's not pulling any... Oh, yeah. it's back, yeah. So, basically, uh, yeah, I want to get to a point where there will be some weeks where we have two reviews a week. Uh, my video style, it's still RCR because I, we both write RCR, so mm -hmm. it's more or less going to be the same type of video. It's just... I don't care as much about whether they look good or not. Like the mm -hmm. shots, shot composition, frame composition, all that other stuff. I just want to film really weird and random stuff that my family and friends have. And so the first like two or three thing that I enjoy doing now, because when you were gone for the two weeks and I was sort of making my own videos, I had a lot of fun doing it. So why not just keep doing it? And we're right back to F's. All I did was move the computer. Yeah. Also, the fans just kicked on on the computer really hard. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. And now we're back to you good. Uh, Nerf guy on the beach. Uh, thank you for your donation. 2013 Ford Focus 5-speed. The official car of I drive for Lyft or Uber. 
but I want I want something manual and hopefully I get a compliment from somebody getting in the car that I am driving stick ship. Nice. Never mind, panels don't line up too good mm. on one of these things or don't line up too well. I'm still buying it because it's cheap. <laughs> Von Waffensburg, hello. What's up, guys? Recently bought a 2013 Boss 302 Mustang. What are your thoughts and opinions about said Mustang? Uh, when did they go to the 50? Um, 2015? Uh, yeah, I believe. Wait, no. Yeah, it's 2015, right? Yeah. It was one of the first auto shows we ever went to, and it was also the first time when the new Coyote Motor came out. Yeah, and I feel like so, that because I remember be... Farrow was talking about it. Uh, someone in the chat will know. Oh, I have 2011, 2013. Oh, 2011. So mm -hmm. there we go. Um, I, I'm. It's it's hard. So 5.0 came out. The new 5.0 was 2011. Huh. Huh. I thought it, I thought it was much. You're thinking voodoo? Yeah, I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about is when did the dual overhead cam Coyote motor come out? Now, if this is the old Boss 302 that was a derivative of the modular, I don't think much about it. If you buy it and you love it, great. It's a three-valve modular. There are modifications you can do to that. Work keeps me away from these things too much. I mean, if if you like it and you got it for a good price, and have fun with it. Or, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's whatever, no, man. Yeah, it's you. You're you're here to live for you, Matt Richter. Thank you for your donation. Road tripping to Boston, West Virginia, with my family next week. Stopping halfway, Harrisburgish. Anything cool we should go uh, to there? Two things I can recommend in Harrisburg if you like beer. Go to Trogues. Now, neither of these things are in Harrisburg. These are in Hershey. Wait, you're going to West. Uh, okay, because you're coming from Boston. So okay, you're gonna you're gonna drive through Harrisburg and continue on down on 80, 80 81. So uh, swing by Hershey and just go to Hershey Park, and you can ride and uh, with the family. Okay, so you need family fun, so you can go to Hershey Park and ride Chocolate World for free. You can go in the chocolate world and do nothing else mm -hmm. and not have to pay anything for your experience there. Because yeah. when I first started taking my nephew to Hershey Park when he was around four, when we first went in the chocolate world, now I had already bought the tickets for Hershey Park at the Giant because that's where you get the best deals, ah. the supermarket mm -hmm. chain. And basically, once we got there, he wanted to ride Chocolate World so many times that I realized, like, damn, I bought these tickets for nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, we still went in and had a really good time at the park, but. If I had told him this is the park and this is it, like he would have believed it. He was <laughs> like, what am I thinking? Of? Wait, he's four? Four or five. Like, oh, okay. Know. Yeah. It's yeah. a ride. And by the time they get to the end of it, they forget the beginning of it. Yeah. Now they changed it and made certain parts of it, uh, you know, mm -hmm. digital screens, which is kind of stupid, but yeah. it's still Hershey Park. It's still Chocolate World. It's good times. Um, yeah. Rock and roll. Michael Sheridan. In parentheses, Mex Hall says, thank you for your donation. Looking for a new car. Thoughts on a ZX-5 versus Mark IV GTI? Boast five-speed, things to note. College senior. Uh, see, both of those are aspirational cars, and you're coming off of a, a Ford Ranger with a... 
200,000 miles on it. Hmm. You need a hatch because of a bass drum. You need a Honda Fit. Um, you're in college. Um, now is not the time for performance vehicles. Now is the time for something really reliable that isn't going to break and cause damage. So you're buying a Honda Fit. You're buying neither of those things. You're not buying something with a turbocharger. Yeah, no. um, you're not going to buy something that's going to cause jealousy from somebody who has daddy issues, like a male with daddy issues who, who hates the success and, and uh, uh, um, acquisitions of others. Buy a Honda Fit. You'll get a bass drum in that. Plenty. Yeah. And how. Um, and thank you for your donation. Thank you. Fiero fan 86. Follow limited time Roman. Hey! <laughs> uh, we, uh, we just put out a new... Okay, so um, cheap plug. It's my personal YouTube channel, which I just do with my nephew, which I we review random limited time uh, only food stuff. Now, granted, we haven't done that in like a month. All our videos are just random things, whether it's reviewing a toy or reviewing the experience of the weekend. And so, yeah, that was fun of just like having a weekend and documenting, you know, what it's like to have a weekend. But today, uh, the video that I put out was Nate, my nephew, reviewing his toy cars and basically revealing what his dream car is which is hilarious because he has to, you know, he'd have to be a doctor to be able to afford this thing. Like, it's ridiculous. And he has this whole fleet of toy cars that he's just like, these are my toy cars. <laughs> you know, and so it's him going off on, like, what he loves about this car mm -hmm. and the things he would like to sort of, you know, do if he had one. Or even if he didn't have one, like, the things he would like to do. And that's why I'm taking the New York Auto Show because I figured, like, when, you know, it just gives me the experience of being able to, like, hey, there's one. Are you getting him in uh, on press day? Or no, you... no. I'm going to take him up like that. Oh, so we're going to see we see each other on different times then. No, no, no. I'm still going up on press day. Though. Oh, you're going okay. Yeah, because I can write that off. The thing with the nephew, not so much. Hmm. Um, yeah, but good times. I'd write, yeah. I'd write off anyway. <laughs> You'll make one Instagram post. Technically, it's uh, it's, fine. Yeah, it's my opinion. Um, Asian Redneck 2008. Thank you for the very generous donation. Uh, and it's a Roman question. Oh, is it? Let's see. Roman, past RCR stories helped me through a 5 a.m. stint. Thank you. Uh, you are very welcome. Glad you enjoy them. Uh, also glad to see Mr. Regulars back safe. Y'all be easy. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, they basically, um, what happened when, uh, the whole unfortunate tragedy in Christchurch happened. I got tagged by a lot of people sort of asking if you were okay. And I had spoken to you like an hour earlier. And so I was just kind of reassuring people. That's kind of how yeah, I, I was on the North Island. Yeah. That's how I found out about that horrible, awful, miserable thing. I was in the kitchen of the Johnson's house with Bryce and Juliet and Bryce got a text on his phone about this thing that was happening. And I was like, huh? And the thing that I that I thought about was I just went into the Yankee version of it, which is, well, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go again. But they never had a here we go again. Yeah. They were like last major shooting was, I don't know when, 20 years ago. So this is new for a lot of them. And in a very Kiwi way, 
they um they they kept on smiling and the very next day uh we were all gonna run a relay race they had a relay for life um one town up and you know it goes all night and our stint was like 11 a.m to like 1 a.m or something like that just to run laps around this field and we were there for the start off and the, the kickoff and the mayor of the town was there and a few people said a few words but they were all just focused they 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 hit the beats of love respect forgiveness and Ooh. understanding there were no calls for revenge um and the tropes that normally follow this and no one said thought and prayers uh to my knowledge mm. um and then the uh uh i think like like this middle school class or something came in and they did a haka, ah. which I felt like a white guy watching because I was enjoying it. But then I thought, am I racist for enjoying it? And I know the answer is no, because it was very strange. And the kids were like, into this. Yeah. The synchronized. It's, you know, okay, we're Yankees. There's no frame of reference for what a haka is. Yeah. Just like that one YouTube video of like the American rugby team or, or some other team, because most teams do it down there. Most Kiwi teams do it. The American hockey team just kind of going, the heck is this? <laughs> They're crossing their arms. They're turning their heads slightly, which means the haka's working. Yeah. Uh, but it's just this explosion of emotion in yeah. a physical form. Yeah. And that's why I think and it's Westerners, unified. Yeah. Because uh, America is all of the triumph of the individual. Yeah. Where most other countries, it's group effort. Yeah, we're a team. Yeah. Uh, none of that bucket crab mentality. Yeah. So anyway, um, yep, back safe. And a few people wanted to talk about it, but most just think, well, it's sad and we'll see what happens. And I got to listen to people from both Wellington and the Wairapa who had different opinions about it. The Wairapa is sort of their Midwest. It's my best approximation for what the Wairapa area is around yeah. um, uh, Featherston, Greytown, Carterton, Masterton, maybe out there to the lighthouse. So anyway, thank you so much. Uh, Asian redneck 08. Um, very generous of you. I wonder if good-looking honky in the chat really is the legendary Peter North, the the porn actor. Okay. I don't know how I know. Okay. I just know Peter North. You know, if you watch enough of that, uh, enough adult films, <laughs> you're going to start to recognize some of the dudes. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things. Okay. Uh, another Roman question. Oh, cool. Um, Roman, can you make it the a guitar tutorial for your song, A Bridge Too Far. I listen to it all the time and can't figure out how to play it. Well, the trick is that basically do whatever a beginner would do uh, for the most part, which is they are all, I think it's like a minor, um, they're all minor chords, except for, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like C, G, A minor, and then um, then D minor? 
and A minor for like it's just it goes on that way. Um, except I have my capo typically for a bridge too far on the fourth or fifth uh, fret. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's weird. I write these these songs and I never really write down the chords that I use because once I have it, like it's up here and I'm never going to have to like use it again because it's not like I'm playing these songs live. Like I don't play them at open mics just because um, I would be playing them to utterly puzzled people who would not have any idea what it is they're listening to or why. So it's just funny because, um, well, I did different kinds of stars at a Christmas open mic, and a lot of people like thought that was a really, really cute song. And oh, it is a really cool. cute song. Like, it's one of the songs that I'm super proud of because I think it's the one sort of song that, yes, it kind of has to do with a car, but it doesn't yeah. have to. You don't have to be a car person to really get anything out of it. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. good times. Good times. Great oldies. <laughs> It used to be 99 The Hawk, but now they're classic rock. I forget what the oldest station is around there. Uh, 981, uh, the, the Yankee. I don't know what it's called. Von Waffensburg, thank you for your donation. Why don't I see these podcasts on iTunes anymore? You will. We're gonna. This one's going to go up. I only get ours through our stories. Well, we're going to put these podcasts up again. Uh, Nick has to rip the audio when he gets home because, again, there's – I'm too lazy because I didn't plug the Zoom H4 in, H4 in because the mixer here isn't plugged in because we found out that the audio port, the headphone port on this uh, Mac Rihanna whatever model this is uh, doesn't have any audio, analog audio in. It has to go in through USB. Yeah. Um, I think what the person is sort of thinking is that we they think – and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Von Waffensburg. Yes. Was it? Yeah. Is that they think that we've still been doing these podcasts and they're just not showing up. Oh, yeah. No. Well, like we just haven't done this podcast in a month because right. Brian's been in uh, New Zealand. And once he got back, there was too much that we both still had to do in terms of editing, filming, whatever. Right to be able to like get back to doing the podcast. So the reason you're only seeing RCR stories is because those are the only things that I got around to posting mm -hmm. in the offing. And so just so that there would be something up there on the feed. Yeah. And now tonight's podcast will go up there either. Well, it'll go up like either tonight or tomorrow. It just depends on um, like if the stream crashes again, if I can like cobble it together yeah. into something that'll actually work, which shouldn't be a problem. I mean, right. come on, but still, thank you very much for the donation mm -hmm. and the question. Uh, Boris TS, Carl of, I remember you. Hey, I'm finally able to see you guys live again. Welcome back to the States, Mr. R. Good to see you and good to see you too. And, <laughs> and Roman, you are one of my favorite modern narrators. Great hook slash intro for the Cars for Clunker story. Yeah, I hope that one stays up there for a while because that's a story that needs to be told because it's referenced so often, but not many people knew the, uh, um, the politics that went into this and why suddenly people are all excited to see like bullshit cars from the 90s now, which yeah. are all 
all done with by then. Yeah, big uh, thanks to Steph Schrader for helping mm. with the research on that. She was incredibly valuable. Like she's totally the MVP of that video because yeah. the original draft was just a mess of not misinformation, but old information. Ah, yeah. So, which is just as bad because, well, yeah, it is misinformation because I had this list of cars that had been scrapped as a result of cash for clunkers. And then I sent the, and so I spent the time sort of eulogizing these cars in a very car show kind of way of just like, this is the official car of guys who blah, 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 blah. And this was a wonderful car. Here's a little bit about its history. It's the official car, blah, 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 blah. And did that for like two and a half pages. And then Steph was like, well, actually this car was saved. This car was spared. This car is still out there. And so I was able to cut that part of the narrative out and sort of really rein things in because my goal was to keep it. Well, I told you like when I first started that the goal was to make it 25 minutes. And by the time it was like really narrowed down, it was 45, Uh. which I almost actually cut that intro that the guy really liked because I thought, well, is this really contributing to the narrative? But then I think I have to put this in a way that people are going to sort of relate with in the sense that if you are a teenager after Cash for Clunkers, yeah. you're going to have a very different experience of going shopping for your first car than anybody had pre-Cash for Clunkers. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like... Pre-Cash for Clunkers, just buy something. They're, just they're buy, yeah. buy whatever. And if it falls apart, who cares? Yeah. You spend peanuts on it. Yeah. Or just go down to the, the, the auto zone or the Pet Boys and get whatever you need to get it up and running again. Yeah. You know, it's not this big to do, but suddenly, you know, now you have people ending up in just, just destroying their credit score over some thing that isn't necessary for them to They're do. financing used cars. Yeah. Which is yeah. insane. It's saying, yeah, it's, I just, uh, I'm releasing have- used cars. Okay. Good. And the language they use, like, oh, certified pre-owned. Used yeah, car. There, there are very predatory practices in some used car dealerships. Yeah. Some dealerships are very, you know, respectable, honorable, all that other stuff. But some others will really like bone you on the financing. And so they always say never to finance from a dealership, like go to a bank if you have to, mm, because no. at least then, you know, it's it, neither is ideal. But also, it's like I say in the video, these people, just because you fall into debt doesn't mean that you took on that responsibility without the ability to pay. Like you could have taken on the payments in good faith and then, you know, things just happen. Right. Maybe you'll lose your job or maybe you, you know, have somebody you care about in the hospital and you're weighing your options. And at the end of the day, you know, the car itself seems relatively microscopic in comparison. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. It's something that I hope they never try again, and I can't imagine them be uh, the government being crazy enough to try yeah. something like that again. But still, it yeah. is what it is. Uh, the Tar Man says, "Please don't review a Ford Probe. <laughs> I used to own one and had to let it go because of rust issues. I want another one, a nice one, but I don't want the prices going up like crazy." Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. it's kind of tough to even for me to find a Ford Probe. I mean, we're going to have to talk about this vehicle, but. Um, the car that was at one point going to be the Mustang, yeah, the replacement for it, and 
I mean, I'm going to end up at Ford Nationals again this year because my Falcon, but um, I, I, I don't know what to do to make my which blank is best blank, and it's probably <laughs> going to be which probe is best probe. Yeah. But there's going to be slim pickings in the probe department. There'll be like maybe 10 probes there. I, I just think. mean like a 30 second video. Which probe is best probe? Well, there's I'll 10 of them. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, or just like <laughs> going the... back over the same 10 over and over again. Like yeah. A, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, okay, well, we're going to the same events year in and year out. And so we have to find fresh things to say about the stuff that's there because sometimes you see stuff that you'd seen the year before. Yeah. And so it just ends up being this circular bit of, you know, comedy that happens. So. Maya butt reeks. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to find you. I'm going to hang you by both your ears. <laughs> no question, but thank you for the dollar. Hey, it's workforce 520. Stuck at work. Hopefully can catch you guys after. Hey, man, like we hung out like I, I totally release you from having to uh, to donate money. I can't stop you from doing it. But thanks. Uh, he, while I was on my return trip. Oh, cool. Uh, he and I hung out in L.A. Very nice. So uh, the brain specialist. Uh, thank you for your donation. Hey, knowing you're that you're a ska fan. Madness or the specials? The specials. Real Big Fish or Less Than Jake? Oh, boy. I, th I have more Real Big Fish song than Less Than Jake, uh, but I do like uh, Dope Man from Less Than Jake, although I, I lean on Real Big Fish. Yeah, Real Big Fish over Less Than Jake. Force the fourth wave of ska. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it. Yeah, good. Uh, that could be a name of a band, too. Ska band called Force Force the Fourth. You could add it, but it would just be like Star Wars songs. Yeah, we never, who knows when the fourth wave is going to be. But shout out to the slackers who keep doing it. And thank you for your donation, sir. What hat does the Roman wear? Uh, he has to buy special hats because his brain is large. Aaron Real, thank you for your donation, sir. Do you guys ever have phases with certain vehicles or brands that you've never had? You like them for a while and even think of buying one before deciding not to no i don't i have phases of car um i have phases of cars that i like but have never really got in a sort of car phase to the point of buying one so like brands you've never had like every now and again i want an el camino nice um um, every now and again, I start thinking about a Jeep, but, um, I've never just gone out and bought a car on a whim because my garage is full. Um, I mean, it excites me the idea of doing, uh, uh, the lemons rally again, because that means I get to buy a clunker <laughs> and if it dies, it dies. <laughs> in a very Ivan Drago kind yeah. of way. Yeah. yeah. But no, I've never gone through a phase that where I just uh, um, I, I buy a car because it's a brand that I'm into. I, I like them for a while. I don't even think of buying one, but decided not to. I think definitely it was the TJ Jeep I had in college. Well, I wanted a Jeep so bad. And I'm glad I didn't buy one because they're, they're not that great off-road stock and they're terrible on-road. Yeah. I, I had sort of 
growing up as a Ford guy, I had a love-hate relationship with Ford for a while. Uh-huh. In that I was thinking, like, do I really want a Mustang? It's like, well, mm-hmm. you're a kid and you wanted a Mustang. Like what like 10-year-old Nick would be thrilled. Yeah. And then when I and I think about it and I realize the and the reason I went with it is because it was still what Ford had been to me as opposed to uh, okay. what it is now. Like the current Mustang, which I don't really I don't dislike it. It's just it's a bit too um monster energy for me. You know? The or, happy headlights are gone. Yeah, and now it's just four loco. And yeah. it's just it looks like you put wheels on a four loco can, which just did they even make four logo anymore? Or was it? I, I saw it in uh, stores out in LA, but I think the new four logo is like the new when they brought Surge back. It's uh, not the same. Not the same. Yeah, because you could die drinking four logo. Yeah. Original OG four logo. Fiero fan eighty six. Thank you for your second donation. A Fiero is a good good first car. I don't know what you're smoking. It's a terrible first car. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fiberglass body sports car with an anemic engine built by a absentee General Motors who didn't want to make it too good because then it would be better than the uh, C4 Corvette. Mm. The Jacob Shapiro says, I want a Ford, I want a probe, but not a Ford. Well, there's a delightful company called Bad Dragon who will... Uh, Send you all the probes you want <laughs> in, a, in, in increasing girth. Uh, Iced Ink, dropping a Benjamin. Damn, a hundo's out here. My blood plasma paid for this. Aw. Both of us have given plasma, plasma yeah. for money. In college, that was like, in state college, it was just, hey, now I can't remember the name of the company, but they would just, you know, you're there. You get, uh, you can make. The sign said you can make up to $200, but I've never met anyone who got anywhere close to that. You normally get like 25, 50, like yeah. in that range and yeah. then go out and have a beer. You gave blood plasma. Yeah. Hopefully it can have some use. It'll find a good home. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just I did it three, two or three times down in a place in Reading that I drove to, <laughs> uh, like you got to drive past the fairground square mall and then it's somewhere where the intersection tees. I watched, you know, they just play movies in this big like auditorium and there's just people just giving plasma real characters walking into that place. <laughs> and I watched, um, uh, it's, it, it's a lot of like, um, popcorn movies that they yeah. play. And I watched, uh, the longest yard with, uh, Joey Diaz. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, and it's just like chuckle movies, and then they also had Underworld there. They they played that movie, which was weird, like vampires. I guess someone had a joke. It's the rare film series where I think I saw most of them in theaters, and I couldn't tell you what happened to <laughs> yeah. single one of them because they were all either dates. Or outings with friends who thought Kate Beckinsale was hot, and I thought Kate. And hey, she still is. But eh, like, I don't care about like the story of the vampires and the lichen and all yeah. this other stuff or whatever they were called. Was that the movie where I think the the male werewolf guy in human form rips the upper jaw off of 
I'm pretty sure it well, is. It's it's something. I just remember that in like the second or third one, there was this sex scene. I just between, saw the first one. That's it. Between Kate Beckinsale and Scott Speedman, and it's like so. I'm wondering how there isn't like how there's no contact there hmm. because I'm like the way that they're doing this, they're clearly both naked. And I know like you're going to have a sock over it. Yeah. Or she's going to have a Merkin or something, but there's still like super intimate contact. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that would be. And God help you if you get aroused <laughs> during it and you end up He's being talking like, yeah. his dick up and just like hot dogging. <laughs> <laughs> hot dog in the camel yeah, no, uh, through whatever sort of body lower body suit thing you uh, have on I'm, there i'm just trying to like keep it down like the naked jim gardner naked jim gardner <laughs> <laughs> anyway iced ink my blood plasma paid for this didn't need the money just bored well you'd probably be the first guy in history who went to a blood plasma place because they're bored <laughs> not because they need grocery money what is your least favorite stretch of road to drive on? My least favorite stretch of road is the Pennsylvania Turnpike going to, to, to and from Pittsburgh. I hate the Pittsburgh run. There needs to be something waiting for me, usually in the form of beer, at the end of it. And I think Tim Strickler moved. Mm. So he's not in Millvale anymore. But just, Justin Lowe still is. That, that my least favorite part – well, we'll name the stretch because it's too close. But the – it's basically there was a line in one video about how it's like riding on top of an oatmeal raisin cookie, uh, and for me it, that's where that line came from. Of there's this stretch, it's maybe a mile tops, and I would have to drive it to get to my grandma's, uh, you know. And so every time I would drive along that, it's just okay. Blah, 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 blah. But and you had no other choice but to take that road. Mm -hmm. And finally, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. And now there's no dodging of potholes because it's all that. Yeah. It's nothing but it's just completely cratered. Now they've completely fixed it now. Mm. But now that I don't need to use it anymore, which is just, bull, you know, it's just I'm sorry for laughing. Like, no, no, what no, happens no. first? They fix the road or grandma. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, laughter is the uh, it's comedy because mm. Lord knows you're not going to. Which came first? Oh, uh, the grandma. Okay. They didn't fix the road <laughs> in time. So now it's completely... Now, granted, my barber is still in that area, but I don't need to take that road to get to the barber. Mm -hmm. I had to take the road to get to grandma. So it's just weird. <laughs> so Ice Dink's vote for the worst road is I-55 in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, sharp curves, annoying hills, a speed limit that nobody obeys, and you're forced down to a one lane in some places. That's kind of like... The 422 going down to Oaks, it's going to be under construction forever. Yeah, no, they'll never Phoenixville, it's terrible. And I like to obey the speed limit or stay near it. But then you're in this cattle chute going down there, and Mr. Uh, Diesel Cummins rusted out Dodge <laughs> Ram is just up your ass with Jersey barriers on either side of you. Thank you so much, I think. Now I really don't have an excuse. Uh, to avoid getting the USB mixer so we can have our microphones back. Uh, Boris T.S. Carl of, again, review more Pontiacs. Well, they're in a limited supply now. What we really need is the Pontiac Grand Prix. Didn't do that one. And didn't do the older one. And uh, I guess we can do a GTO. It'd be another Winga Dinga car. <laughs> 
Mm. Thank you for your donation. Thank you so much. I, 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 I do want to see if there's anything in the, the question-wise in the normal chat, but so far it's just very nice people uh, joining in on the conversation. Yeah. Lincoln Highway stuck short ramps that go to onto a 55-mile-an-hour highway that everybody goes 75 miles an hour. Is Lincoln Highway out in California? Review of Plymouth Cult. What about a Sundance? Haven't done a Sundance. Uh, also haven't done an Eagle Summit. Ooh, God, that's another. I, I think that's the next unicorn car is an Eagle Summit. Damn, because I almost had one of those as the first car. Testro one. It was slow as balls. I can believe that. It was. It was. Put your foot down nothing. You know it's slow when a neon's faster. I would love a to second see. gen neon AMC Spirit. There's a guy who offered up a Spirit. A Spirit is really just a, a gremlin totted up. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yes, AMC Eagle. AMC anything. Yeah. It's, it's just because everything about AMC. Lincoln so Highway weird. is Route 30. Oh, it's Route 30. Oh, down by Lancaster. Then we've been on the Lincoln Highway. I'm fine with the Lincoln Highway. I accelerate like a madman going on those <laughs> things. I'm up right up to five grand every time in my in my uh, Forester. What was that post that uh, Matt Farah made on Instagram about? Um, I'm going to get more whisk. I'm going to pee, actually. Do it. Because it, it was something, and now I can't remember what the post was exactly, but it's going to be here in three, two, here it is. All right, so I guess on this, it's you literally can't drive the snake more than once out and back per six-hour period in L.A. anymore, uh, you get a $1,000 fine for littering, and then underneath that sign is no cruising, two times past same point within six hours is cruising. Or wait, let me read. No cruising underneath, two times past same point within six hours is cruising, which it just seems kind of silly to me. I mean, but then I don't really know what it's like trying to police those roads because, you know, the people whom their asses off around there. And, you know, it's, it's not exactly like a great, uh, well, okay. It is a great experience, but also it's not. I peed and I farted while I was peeing. The average person, uh, first between 13 and I believe 21 times a day. Or, yeah. Well, especially if you've been consuming Miller's hot, um, but not that you have, but I, sometimes I kind of have that urge, uh, the hot baloney that mm. is calling out to you, but you, your body knows better. It's one of those things where I, I think, oh, and that bit about farting was actually a, you, that one Instagram post you made uh, that was a quote about how I said that. You know, I have all these butt facts, but they could be saved for a later review. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't think of where to put this thing about, um, you know, the average amount per day that a person farts. Or the fact that, you know, constipation, like, expands the butthole. It's just, what would I ever use that for? Hmm. Uh, Aaron Real, thank you for your donation, says, Jeep TJ as a daily? Question mark? No deal. As a weekend driver, hell yeah. I have the stretched factory TJ and the ride is softer. Yeah, yes. Length in the wheelbase, it would be. I really thought of that. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's right. 
they stretched the TJ at the very end of it. I don't know if they called it the unlimited or something like that. Mm. Frozen. <laughs> frozen peaches. Those do look delightful, like once they've thawed, mm -hmm. and then you're just getting a mouthful of peach. Yeah. Just like Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> and then he fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the ride is softer. Ever had bellhops bellhop slam? I don't know what that is or if it's a sex move. Is it a it sounds like a beer. Yeah, I mean or some kind of ale like that um that thing that we had after the shoot on set or that you had after the shoot on Saturday of the um yeah. welcome to PA or whatever it was the oh, IPA. Yeah. Um welcome to PA PAIP. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was very it looked nice. I like the brand. I'm probably going to have that again and order those tacos again. Mm. They, they were good. They did look good. They were the correct amount of bar food. And that w woman uh walked up to us. Oh, the one that had all that the the uh, the, 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 the face, but yeah. Yeah, and then she asked like were those tacos good? And I'm like, like, yeah, they were. Yeah, you know. And she goes, I, I think she was disappointed that she didn't get the tacos. Yeah, it's like you're just the one that got away. Yeah. <laughs> this child's life, thank you for your donation, come to hashtag hashtag cars on chat.freenote.net. Going deep with IRC. Yeah, Ooh. I remember internet relay chat. Huh, so that's what it stands for. That's how not technologically advanced I am. I've been trying to sell the old laptop, the one with the Misfit sticker on it, <laughs> and all the other ones. I, I put a fresh install of Windows 7 on it, but I'm too lazy to put in the drivers. And I said that in this crazy uh, Facebook uh, marketplace ad. <laughs> and it just said, hey, you know, it was just, I, I tried to make the big, long, funny yeah. ad about it. But there literally is no drivers on that thing. It runs. I mean, it has Windows on it. But people are like, I need to get. And I said, it's a $50 laptop. Come on. Yeah, it's funny if you if you had put this on sale like a month ago ish or so or yeah. a little more than that, like my mom probably would have bought it because she wanted a laptop solely for the purpose of paying her bills online. So, but now all she ended doing up doing was paying twenty more dollars than you were like selling it for to just get one of those and then there you pay you your bills online and it's done. She she got an Amazon Fire. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I mean. I've gotten her one for Christmas last year because her phone is always dying because she lets the kids watch things on YouTube on her phone. I'm like, here, use this. And then also, you know, it has all those streaming thingies you like. So you can watch Call the Midwife and, <laughs> and Harlots, two shows that could not possibly be more different. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> no lie. I actually... Uh, my mom got me into Little House on the Prairie for a brief period. Really? Earlier this year. We're talking like the 70s or yeah, 80s like, show? Yeah. Chose to fall asleep to. I've literally used it as that. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I'm going to put on an episode of Little House on the Prairie. I might hear Michael Landon softly crying in the background. I don't <laughs> know, but I'm going to be lulled to a nice, peaceful, uninterrupted sleep. I've been listening to... Uh, all those people who uh, shout out to the true heroes of America or the world uh, who have been uploading Bob Ro old Bob Ross episodes. Ah. Yeah. Putting those things on. 
I also sometimes listen to the 8-bit guy just talk about old computers <laughs> uh, on like it's on one click on my iPhone. Like I can barely hear it. Occasionally I'll listen to Sleep With Me. And then there's this one pod, there's this one YouTube channel called Dr. Wildlife. And she is a biologist and just talks about science. Mm. And uh, but she rarely updates. So, I mean, not that I've listened to more than like the first 15 minutes of anything. Yeah. Like there's one that I didn't listen to because it's tapeworms. And I was like, ah, I don't feel like listening to that. But just like like it, it's liberating uh, is. Uh, uh, it's liberating to listen to somebody talk about phylum and genus, knowing that I don't have to memorize the order and regurgitate <laughs> it back up on a quiz on Wednesday. Yeah, it's the freedom of being able to learn something without expecting that someone is going to ask to learn it from you. <laughs> so, shout out to Dr. Wildlife on YouTube from a car channel. I think Julia Johnson knows you. Mm. Um, anyway, as I chew on a podcast, sorry, <laughs> but I'm but I'm eating peaches out of a glass, peaches slices out of a glass because um, this is how I um, don't drink soda, and I also have some seltzer water in there, mm. which I will then add to these peaches and. Maybe even do a squirt of lime juice. Anyway, CM, $10. At what point do these donations transfer uh, transfer into me flat out paying for your flight to Indianapolis? <laughs> well, um, they won't because when I come to Indianapolis next, I'm probably going to use up all my frequent flyer miles. Oh, you're up um, there. I'm up there where I can almost get a round trip flight ticket. It takes a while to... Um, to build up American Airlines points. It does getting... not take at long at all for Hilton Honors. No. Now, granted, like Hilton Honors is like, you need maybe $200 for a free night stay somewhere yeah. versus, you know, a round trip plane ticket somewhere is like 400 to 600, 800, $1,000. Yeah. You um, got to be racking up those George Clooney miles. Mm, Where are you from? I love that movie. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, I think I, I got to talk about this. Um, so on my flight back to, and this is something, uh, Tony Airlines, shout out to that Instagram channel. Hilarious. Check out Tony Airlines. Uh, he's been on the podcast before talking yeah, about yeah. airplanes. So on my flight back to um, uh, Philadelphia from Pittsburgh, uh, this I paid for this. I play, paid for my trip to New Zealand out of my own money, not RCR's coffers. And and my idea is that if you're going on on vacation, every single part of it should be a vacation, including the flight to flight. My flight to New Zealand from LA to Auckland was not first class. That was just premium economy. <laughs> I, I still got paid, and you still got a little footrest that came out. Yeah, but it was like since I was paying for it, my my for myself and not automation. Like my premium economy was like a little bit better than Air New Zealand's coach. Yeah. So, but it wasn't that much more money and it was about the same. They did serve us two meals, two full meals huh. um, with knives and forks. Um, 
Uh, and they had a midnight snack, Ooh. which was strudel and ice cream. But it was like a microwave kind of strudel that came in a cardboard box ah. and ice cream. Yeah, that's beside the point. The L.A. to Philly, that was domestic first class. Yeah. So, um, but my flight from LAX to PHL returning was on a plane that was being rerouted. Now, I learned this after the fact, why this happened. Yeah. But it was a Airbus A330 international plane, like like the interior set up for international, huh. which meant third cl first class was the motherfucking pods. <laughs> so I got in there and made the right turn like I'm used to. Yeah. And I saw these aren't my seat numbers. Oh, I'm one F. And I like, Ooh. Oh, and I go through the galley and I see the pods. I'm like, no way. No. I'm in a pod. Now, normally this doesn't happen. Domestic first class is just the big seats. Yeah. International first class is the pod all to yourself. Oh, man. So I get in this, and I'm kind of sad that it's only a four-and-a-half-hour flight because <laughs> going east in the U.S. is takes less time than going west because you're up in the jet stream yeah. and getting help. as Because, as, you know, winds, for those people outside the country, winds in the United States typically – blow from west to east we sit that's when we watch the weather you just see see the weather coming across the country west to east yeah so when you're flying west you're flying against the wind mm. so it's like five hours and 10 minutes and on the way east it's like four hours 40 minutes or something like that. Mm. anyway it's not much but it's something <laughs> so i get in this the food was exactly the same no hot nuts, though. I mean, I was yeah, kind of weird. No hot nuts. The hot, something about the hot nuts. Now, I don't know what it is. Like, they hot give you nuts hot, right away. They give you a hot towel, they give you hot nuts. I we got the hot towel, didn't get the hot nuts. But, like, you can, like, the way you're sitting right now, stretch out, you are not yet at the footrest. Oh, wow. Like, now, the way they cram everybody up in these pods is by angling them in. And I have this picture. I think I deleted it from my phone. I can't believe I did. But I had three windows for me. <laughs> three of them. And I had this perfect shot of this other plane taking off going through the three windows. Damn. Now, in order to get to that footrest, you have to extend your pod down. You, you recline, but the seat doesn't recline. What happens is the base seat slides forward huh. and the rear part follows it so you're reclining yeah but you're making up the room by going forward your seat then folds flat and joins the footrest wow. up there and you can stretch out but because it was a domestic flight they didn't give you pillows oh so i i did catch some sort of like half nap and then and then i watched first man and then i asked for a whiskey oh. and i got woodward reserve and I only even drank one of, like, I asked for whiskey. He says, you, how, how do you like it? Neat, please. Mm -hmm. And they just gave me the glass and then, like, the two airplane bottles. Yeah. I'm like, fine. And I drank one, and they came around with snacks. I had that. Watched First Man. 
And I kind of got the whiskey headache, so I didn't drink the second one. Yeah. I think I drank it, like, in the airport. Like, <laughs> I thought, like, maybe it would set off some sort of alarm through customs or whatever. Like, no, I got this on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. But it did say for transport use only. And, and then I got through into LAX. And I'm there at the – remember when we were putting our SIM cards back? Yeah. At that sort of, like, little, it's a little airport cafe thing. Yeah. thing. I'm there putting my SIM cards back. Some guy asked me for money for a bus. And I'm like, oh, immediately back in the U.S. Yeah. Some guy just hustling within the departure and, like, the arrivals area, like, not no longer in a secure part of the airport. Yeah. And like, I'm back. And I said, sorry, all I have is New Zealand dollars. Huh. And he was like, oh. His, like, it was like his nose was all snotty and his lips Ooh. were chapped. He was in bad shape. And then I get in my Uber and then have two days in LA. I was supposed to do the Smoke Entire podcast, but Farah had a flight in New York City. And then I guess I kind of chased him on my plane, all maxing and relaxing <laughs> as I got there. Um, so that's whiskey number two for me. Whiskey number three is always, always dangerous because that's where I get my headache. I've noticed as, as I'm creeping up on four years old, it's like two drinks is where it is i'm it's like, like that's I, it i'm a two beer guy now yeah like i can't it they're too heavy to me now in oh a weird yeah way. like i i didn't used to feel that way before and now you know 33 you're not 23 anymore you're not slamming them like it, it when I, in college it's like <laughs> i've never shotgunned a beard have you yeah yeah it, 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 it just <laughs> Physics does all the work. Like you're not even swallowing. You're eating. All right, okay. You're doing it the way a duck eats. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Break it down for me how you shotgun a beer. Because no, we literally just like had it, and then we, uh, they gave me a pen, um, something sturdy, like one of those bank pens. Okay. Uh, that are on the chain. Yeah. But except not on the chain, and then you just stab it, and then you go before like it all gets everywhere. But of course. Once you do this, you're drunk enough that it's going to get everywhere. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just, my, I reeked the booth. Now, granted, I was 21 in my senior year of college. So, it's that whole, oh, wait, what was I 22? Yeah, I don't remember time. It, it, but basically, it's something where, you know, you do it when you're sort of around other dudes. Because yeah. I, I never... I went out to drink with, like, I had plenty of female friends, and we would go out to drink with, like, in a group with male friends or whatever, or be at a house party or something with a group of male friends and female friends mixed together, and nobody would ever do that. And then the minute it's just the dudes, like, <laughs> oh, man, the animal comes out. It's just, you know, they, they don't even care. Just like, oh. Some guy does stone cold and yeah, yeah, has yeah. the two of them does it together. Yeah. Or they do the Sandman thing from ECW. They're just, you know, crushing it on their head. And it's just kind of crazy that uh, it's my my body hurts thinking about, you know, how I used to put them do down. Do you remember when um, some beer brand, I forget what it was, tried to make a factory, like, shotgun tab? but it was on the top of it. You were supposed to put your key into it. Huh? It was some way. It was like an additional hole to let air in as you drank. If it's a gimmick, I want to assume it was Heineken because they also did the keg can. I remember the keg can, but yeah, I, I just, um, 
And then, uh, I don't know. Heineken, Heineken isn't a shotgunning beer, though. It had, to, really be, it had to be like Coors Light or something. Yeah. When the mountains turn oh, it blue, was it's cool. Oh, it was sense. Miller? Yeah. Uh, was, it was, it was it Miller Genuine Draft or Miller Light? It's probably Miller Light. Probably. Miller Light, out of all the height, uh, light beers, is still my favorite. Like, they have it on airplanes, and I don't know. I have a soft spot for Miller Light yeah. because, like, there was this one summer. Uh, I forget which year of college it was where – Every single night, we'd end up at Tom Mansell's house, like almost every single night. My buddy Matt Carlton was home from the Marines, and we would all just – we would go to Dunkin' Donuts. We would we would get there at like midnight. We would just drink coffee and eat donuts and bullshit, and we'd end up at Tom Mansell in Tom Mansell's basement drinking his dad's Miller Lite in Tom Mansell's unfinished basement with cement falls, and he had a pool table, and every night we'd end up there. And that was one of the best summers because like the party, like activities would get started at 10 PM. Yeah. We'd like drive around. Sometimes we'd go out to a bar. Wait, no, I think Tom Mansell was still 20 at the time. Yeah. So we, he couldn't go out. So, but all of all the rest of us were 21. So we could go out, but that's how we get it around. And it, I mean, it would be the summertime. We'd probably go swim in his pool and just drink Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a soft spot for Miller Lite, man. Nice. Um, Chris McCarthy, getting back to you. 13-hour Delta flight from Detroit to Beijing. Oh, he did Detroit to Beijing. Actually, 13 hours, that's the same amount of time it is from New York to Auckland. So, yeah. But he did it in the pods. Freaking amazing. Ruined normal airline seats for me forever. I slept pretty good on the way to New Zealand. Because I took Dramamine, mm. and that just – that's lights out. Yeah. That that will put you to sleep in at 12 noon if you take that. <laughs> it's like an, an hour into it, you're gone. There's a reason reason Modest Mouse wrote an album about it. <laughs> and um, actually, no, that's a title track to – this is a long drive for, some, for someone with nothing to think about. I think I'm pronouncing it right. And the first song is just called Dramamine. Mm. It's like swallowing, tripping on – something that does tripping on Dramamine. Which I did once in Alaska because I was fucking bored. <laughs> I just took three. I think there was one time I took four Dramamine just to see what it was, and I saw like green lights, like little green lights. I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, no, that's yeesh. I, I mean, mean, you're just—it's mad tranquilizers, is what you're taking. I mean, it's a sedative. I mean, that's the reason you don't get hair, air sick with Dramamine. Dramamine is an air sickness pill. So yeah, someone says aurora borealis. I saw the, indoor aurora borealis. Yeah. <laughs> All the all Dramamine is is a sedative, and that's why it uh, stops you from throwing up. I anyway, so I slept on the plane because of Dramamine, but on the way back, the flight boarded at like five in the afternoon. Mm. So I guess we got to like six or seven p.m. on the flight. I took some regular sleeping pills. It did nothing. Mm. I got to that. I got to the DoubleTree in Culver City. I slept for twelve hours. It was Damn. amazing. I think it's one of those things where you sleep, you get up to pee, and then you go out again. Yeah, like what happened to me in the UK, except that that flight was only six hours. But for some reason, I was dead to the world once I got yeah. to the UK. And I woke up briefly, saw you left a note that said you went out to go get food. And I just went back to sleep. Yeah. And then next thing I know, it's like morning. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, uh, an entire day lost. 
But I mean, like the same thing happens to me on ha- happened to me on both ways of the New Zealand flight. I was more or less just conked yeah. out, like because I just I didn't even take anything. It's just I can't remember the last flight that I was on where I didn't just sleep through the whole thing. Yeah, which I mean, I guess it's kind of. Did you sleep through the flight to New Zealand? Or oh no? yeah, totally. The the That's amazing flight attendant kept waking me up to be, uh, "Sir, would you like?" Uh, I'm not. But if I wanted like food or anything, basically I was only being woken up to consume something. That was the one thing I probably could have slept through the entire flight, but I woke up to the smell of strudel, like warm apples. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's not like I paid for this, (laughs) but then you ate food and now your blood sugar is up again and you're awake again. I'm like, I shouldn't have done this. But here's the thing that gets me every time is they'll wake me up to consume things but not on one single international flight. flight. Has anyone woken me up to fill out Let the, the freaking card? Yeah. yeah, it's just like the card, you know. And then I get there, and everyone's like, "Present the card." I'm like, "What? What? Yeah, what, the card." You know what? When I came back to when I came back to Los Angeles, like back in America, there was no card. Huh. And I'm like, "There's no card," and I'm looking around, and like, no one else is filling out this. So I get the. Uh, and I'm like, I get to the little thing where you place your passport down and put your hand over it and take your glasses off and it scans your face. And I went through and I got my little ticket <laughs> and I went up to disinterested man because it's 630 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, uh. I hand him that, hand him my passport. He's like, all right, no questions, go. And like, just like, Ugh. Because 6.30 in the morning, he's probably already seen like 200 people. I know. An entire 787 Dreamliner just came in. Uh, Here come the fanny packs and the bellies. (laughs) Uh, The Child's Life says, drink a bottle of water between each shot and you won't get a headache. Alcohol dehydrates you. Yeah, it does. Come visit us at hashtag cars, cars. We love your vid. Like, like, come to IRC. Like, I got a download download Merc again, <laughs> M-I-R-C, or use some browser chat. Dude, like 2003 was a long time ago, man. Yeah, that's when I graduated high school. Yeah. What next? Like internet relay chat? Oh, wait, that's <laughs> IRC. Yeah, IRC. M-I-R-C. Then I forget what M stands what for. for. Yeah. I'm... Modem? <laughs> man, I think you're too young for mucks. Yeah, no, I'm multi-user dungeon something. Hmm. Okay, uh, divide has a question here, but I am going to hydrate with some seltzer water. Um, uh, it's a New Zealand question. Oh, yeah. Um, Benadryl something. I'm sure there's a quite a regular question there. Oh yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. So let's see. Um. Martin King's guy who wrote it. Review T55 tack, Tank. Um, let's see. Microsoft Internet Relay Chat. No. Or was it Mobile Internet Relay Chat? Regular question reviews. Um, yeah. I don't know. Life. Humanity. How's things uh, with you guys? I mean, if I've learned anything about doing videos on my own uh, for you know, bonus content. It's realizing that 
if I'm going to record audio, I'm going to have to do it here <laughs> because uh, it's. Oh, too did you no just have to record something? Uh, like not today. I can do it Friday when we okay. write, assuming we write. Yeah, we're right. We're yeah, yeah. So I, I just after that, like the review is already written. So all I have to do is just like say the things. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'll, it'll be nice. Uh -huh. Hi, Roman. How is your staying holding up? What is a car you really want to review? I would like to review a Pontiac Sunfire because that would be uh -huh. hilarious. Um, but also, uh, my Mustang's fine. You know, just uh, got it, took it in for inspection, got the sticker. Um, each year, the sticker, it's pushed back by a month. Uh -huh. So when I first got her, it was January, then February, then March. And now, you know, it's it's just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Life. Divide. Hey, $5, NZ. Hey, Mr. R. Chris from Queenstown here. Hello, Chris. Uh, missing good coffee yet? Yes, I am. <laughs> good to see you and hope Roman can join you next time. Um, yeah, it's not going to be Nick next time. For yeah. See, Nick really wants to go back to the UK. Yeah. Like, we found, as of now, we found our countries where we yeah. want to go. <laughs> They're in opposite directions. directions. Yeah. It's hilarious because my thing is I had wanted to go to the UK since I was a kid because I grew up an Anglophile. I loved everything British, English, mm -hmm. you know, Irish. I just loved those things, but like I never had those opportunities. So it's insane to me that I ever had the opportunity to go in the first place. And, you know, I loved every minute of being there, but it's also trying to figure out because like the concept of a vacation is so foreign to me of where I almost feel weird if I'm not doing something. Like if I do, if I take some time off and it's just for me, like that would feel weird because every time, everything I do, I would be thinking of how I could monetize this or monetize that. I'd also like to go back to LA because, you know, it's weird, but I like LA. Like, yeah. I know that intellectually you're not supposed to enjoy Los Angeles. But, right. And I promise this has nothing to do with the fact that Angela White lives there. But it's the fact that I just sort of like that whole, well, the weather, it's very inviting. And also it's a lot of Hollywood stuff and I'm very much a pop culture guy. So it just ends up being, I don't know. It's a nice place to me. There was this one moment and I think it was probably his workforce 520 where I was walking along the beach walk in Malibu, like, what do you want to do? Well, let's go to the Malibu kitchen and just see if we see somebody. <laughs> and we had our sandwich, and of course, it's very good. And we just, two dudes walking along the beach, and there was a homeless guy there, and we pass him, and this homeless guy yells, <laughs> Lance Armstrong can suck my motherfucking dick. <laughs> But why? I guess there's some people bike riding on the bike path by the beach. <laughs> you just get the idea that if you're there long enough, just mm -hmm. everyone becomes Joey Diaz. Yeah. Like uh, just, you know, that's just, that's just how they talk. Um, uh, back, back to Chris's question. Missing good coffee yet? Yes, I had an Instagram post where I poured coffee in a blender to try to emulate a flat white. And then some uh, Kiwis got into it and said, good effort, wrong way. Because, like, okay, finally learn what a flat white is. It's not a cappuccino. Cappuccino, uh, 
has um, uh, espresso, uh, steamed milk, and then the milk foam. A flat white is a double shot of espresso and just the foam. That's mm. it on the top. Um, That's which mm. I haven't seen it advertised anywhere here. I didn't see it at the Bay Little Bar in Kutztown. It's Kutztown. only Starbucks. Only Starbucks. Yeah, does I think it. it's a Starbucks thing because fuck me if I'm going to the Starbucks. Yeah, no, it's because it, the whole thing with it is that you're now relying on a teenager who's maybe only ever made this once before in training. Yeah. to now get your flat white. New Zealand quality. Yeah. And that's not happening. No. Like, not today, not tomorrow. <laughs> it's not. So, yeah. The thing that I miss about New Zealand flat whites is that you cannot consume the entire drink because you're left with um, this sea foam of milk froth and maybe <laughs> cinnamon and brown on the inside of the glass that it, it becomes solid and maybe you can straight scrape it out and go, mmm. And the thing is, though, in New Zealand, like, I never got, like, the heavy coffee buzz like I get here. Yeah. Because we dine in quantity in the U.S. And there is something to said for when we, when we have our big thing of coffee and we write every week. I get that, and I'm ready to rock and ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. But in New Zealand, there never is that <laughs> super saiyan yeah. power up move. It's just like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, when we were at um the one beach that had the cafe nearby, and Seaside I, Cabaret, Patone. No, but like the Maraitai, like beach. Oh, that one. Th there was a cafe oh. nearby while you were doing point of view drives, and I would oh, walk over okay. to that cafe. I ended up having to go to that cafe twice because like the coffee wasn't strong enough the first time. Yeah, I still wasn't feeling anything. And, you know, I, I just uh, I needed to feel that in a very American way that. Sense that of, trucker buzz. Yeah. <laughs> but also the big thing about flat whites is that Starbucks, a flat white is very much about the container in which it's held. Mm. And Starbucks, you're only ever going to get like those yeah. you know, containers. Like you're not going to get a mug. You're not going to get something that is, you know, glass or yeah. clay, fired clay. Or I anything. really almost wanted to buy a mug that just said Seaside Cabaret. Patone, New Zealand on Yeah, it'd be very nice. Uh, NZ3, 2021, possibly Tony Airlines is going to come. Oh, there it is. Um, so, okay, good to see you. That was like a good 10 minutes just on flat whites from New Zealand. <laughs> Hope Roman can jo join you next time. No, he yeah, isn't yeah, coming. Yeah, MR2 is finally running too. Awesome. Good to hear that. <laughs> Ronnie, also from New Zealand. Looking forward to more of your New Zealand vids every day this week, man. Did you enjoy Queenstown and did you uh, see any really standout cars? Not within Queenstown itself. Okay. Queenstown, this is my impression of Queenstown. Queenstown is Malibu, California mixed with Aspen, Colorado mixed with Martha's Vineyard. Mm. It is a hyper rich tourist town in New Zealand. Like everything we've seen so far in New Zealand is very, very quaint, very nice, a little on the pricey side, but it's Island prices. Queenstown is there. They don't really have a Vegas, but Queenstown was very rich. This is where, um, and I mean this in every sort of sense of 
fun extravagance in a, you know, did you see Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah. Yeah. You know how that just was like, I mean, it was a comedy. I mean, it's a rom-com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. Um, I'm sorry for not knowing the comedian's name. He was in The Hangover. Uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, no, uh, Mr. Chow. Oh, um, 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 Dr. Um, Ken. Dr. Ken Jong. Yeah. Like, he's in it. The Queenstown was kind of that. Because that's where everybody from Singapore and Hong Kong and China and everybody um, goes to Queenstown. I mean, it's everybody and Americans too. More Americans than I've ever seen huh. anywhere else. Like getting served by an American, like in a cafe, getting my flat white from someone with an American accent, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where people go for like work study and everything. Queenstown is about the size of it's tiny. Yeah, it's, it's if you look, I think it's Wikipedia page is it from a distance, and it kind of looks like the casino planet from The Last Jedi. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. There, but there's not a lot of it. No, there's but not once a... you get in there, it's opulence. opulence. Dude, there was a Louis Vuitton <laughs> store on the beach. That's ridiculous. That's but, absurd. Now, granted, there's a Louis Vuitton store in the King of Prussia Mall. Right. And there's a line to get into it, mm. even though you're already indoors. Yeah. And you're just... It's, but that's just a level of opulence that, for as much as I want to be well off for the rest of my life, I kind of hope I never get to that level of... Yeah. Because that's the type of level that's going to change you. And suddenly yeah. you're Kanye and you're yeah. ranting about... Is Roman ever going to do that Kanye interview? I so hope I he hope does. So. I, I hope so. I so I, hope I wanna, yeah, that's so bad. Hey! Hey! Cheese hey. oh. <laughs> uh, it! I just want to have to go. Oh, shoot! Uh, they got a dude out there directing traffic. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a dude out there uh, directing traffic as multiple law enforcement vehicles pass by. They're going down Main Street. Fire truck. Okay, so now we're getting a little bit closer. Um, I'll turn on a scanner. I had a scanner app when we were in New Zealand because I wanted to hear what was happening in Philly during the Super Bowl. Uh, and now I don't have that app anymore. And let's be real. I'm not going to turn it on. Uh, but uh, traffic report. Yeah. What's weird is that we can't actually see what it is that happened because it's just outside the range of the windows. I mean, like, I'm not going to open the windows, but it's another fire truck. Man. Fire truck. All right. Well, I'm going to look up. Oh man, big fire truck! Another one from another town over. Huh? That is bad news, and I am going to look it up on the internet. Um, to the rescue. Oh, and I misspelled the name of the thing. 
So yeah, this is. Um, I'm, I'm sure this is riveting. I'm gonna check my local Facebook uh, web page. Do it. Just to see what's happening. Let's see the latest. I'm sure someone's gonna say something. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, um, you know. Uh, it's not in the town I'm thinking of because if it was, you'd have uh, fire guys coming from, from other places. Anyway, Ronnie, New Zealand, says, looking forward to more New Zealand vids. Did you enjoy Queenstown? And did you see you really stand out cars? It was the old Dirty BC uh, Rubens Car Club for Subaru guys was what I enjoyed. I didn't really see any supercars in New Zealand. It was mostly just because ev everybody who's coming from New Zealand is flying in. So they're just getting like car services and there's just a whole bunch of Toyota Hiaces. So, hmm. so no really standout cars in New Zealand or, or in Queenstown, New Zealand, excuse me. Uh, da, 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 da. Byron Guernsey says, do you plan on coming to Michigan anytime soon? Thank you for your generous donation, Byron, uh, Brighton Guernsey. Um, no, I, as of now, no, I kind of want to check off the, uh, the bucket list of going to the Northern Peninsula of Michigan. I kind of want to do that and say that I swam in Lake Superior and then look at it and listen to the Gordon Lightfoot song. <laughs> but as of that, not really. Mr. Miser just asked me if I like memes. Um, all right. Who doesn't? Uh, everyone say a prayer from whoever the rescuers are coming to help. Yeah. Like when I hear fire trucks go around, go along uh, right now uh, or going along in my town, usually it's, oh, somebody fell asleep smoking a cigarette, you yeah. know, and it's that. But now we're, this is three fire trucks deep into something serious. So, yeah, um, it's, I have to pee and I'm going to go honestly check the Facebook page and see what all yeah. that was about. And I'm uh, downloading Broadcastify, which is a police scanner app um, with the hopes that it will give me information. The information that I do in fact crave uh, because reasons. I mean, I don't know that I'm actually going to learn anything, but it's also a case of feeling like yeah, yeah, yeah. Once your curiosity gets tickled, but also you feel wrong for having it be tickled because you know that this is a really shitty day for somebody. So, no, nope. no one knows anything. Nobody knows. Oh, uh, let's see. Global feed. Um, wow, my feeds near my current location. Let's see. Is anything going on tonight? Oh, I love you, girl. Is anything going on tonight? Oh, wait, no. I need to turn this off so I can hear this. Let's see. Streaming live. Uh, anything? 347. I don't know if you copied myself from 4711, clear. I copied. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 
they're not really communicating on this. Um, but you know, hopefully everyone is okay. And hopefully, uh, everyone gets to go home and be safe with their loved ones. But I don't know. They're all headed northbound. So I guess it's in town, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that they have 146 current listeners, so I guess there are other curious people. Hmm. Um, what is it? Does it say anything else on there? No, just this is the one that I... Oh, the okay. nearest one. Okay. Because uh, I'm assuming they'd be the ones covering it, hmm. but yeah, no one said anything else on that this. That reminds me, I need to make another Vaporwave tracker. It's more of trance music of just air traffic control chatter. Mm. Mm. We got it in CB radio with most police frequencies. You can also check something, something, something. BOF rang Baofang radios if you're interested. Hey, Mr. Regular, any Carlisle plans this year? The spring show. Oh, the spring show is coming up at the end of April. I'm probably going to be down in Orlando when they come that. This one is the biggest along with the fall show. Um, I, uh, I always mean to come to the spring show. But and like the import show is that 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 time. Um, but I think I'm going to be down, just hanging out with Freddie Hernandez. Oh, question about Detroit. It's probably the Dream Cruise. Aren't you guys coming to the Woodworm Dream <laughs> Cruise this year? Yeah. If so, um, will yeah, I have it on the calendar that I got to do the Woodward Dream Cruise in Michigan. And because I said I was going to do it, I don't know how to do it. It's like, what am I going to do there apart from watch cars drive down the street? I know it's one of the things you're supposed to do as a car guy. And well, it gets me out of town and gets me to be around people. Yeah. Because today I had, uh, I even made a tweet about it that I had the crushing loneliness. Yeah. Like, oh, great. I'm done editing for today. Holy crap, I have no life. All I do is edit video and don't do anything. And, and you know, part of it is just the depression that I'm not in New Zealand anymore. So, um, uh, uh, but I drove to KUR, uh, drove out to Kutztown University, hung out in the radio station and just, and just wrapped myself in a blanket of college talk. Because there were other students there just talking about college things. And I'm like, you guys have your gang. I used to be part of this gang. You guys will go off and study and go back to your dorm room and sleep on your on your mattresses on top of the woven springs. And you will eat the dorm room food and... Maybe God on his throne, it may be the university president president, but for these years come and all things are provided for you. Mm. I miss that. I miss the assurance of you know who you are. You are a student. Yeah. You have these duties. Now, I remember also being back back then and all I wanted to do is make funny videos with my friends <laughs> and fuck historical geology. This is Stupid! 
Why do I have to take all these weird classes? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, someone asked, uh, or Cresser777 asked about my take on Alex Rebecca because on my Instagram at the Roman Nick, uh, I basically did live watches of Jeopardy sometimes. And basically, I haven't been able to watch Jeopardy in a while because I, you know, if I'm not over at my mom's house, like I don't really have TV over in the apartment. It's just whatever. But uh, for the most part, it's really sad in that. Well, I mean, it's sad in the way it's sad when anyone gets diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just hard because you think of Alex Rebecca or the the royal you, yeah, um, that as someone who is always going to be there. You know, that constant presence throughout your entire life, even though. You know, maybe he didn't always watch Jeopardy, but he was always there, you know, and his voice kind of sounded like dinner almost being ready. Like, that's kind of what it was mm. to me, because he'd come on at like seven o'clock. Okay. And, you know, in Puerto Rican, we eat dinner late. So it's one of those things where I can't imagine not having him around. Oh, uh, yeah. Life from the 403 says, I can't imagine TV without him. And it's, you know, He's, All the sound effects of the board lighting up. Yeah. It's just not the same. The same wouldn't be without, like, the announcer Charlie. You know, it's just... But at the end of the day, it was a job that he was kind of on his way out. Like, I don't think once his three-year contract that he's on now is up that he was going to resign. Mm-hmm. Like, I always kind of figured he was in the home stretch of his time on the show and that they were going to get maybe like Ken Jennings or someone to replace him. Uh, And that's probably like the popular choice for it, but it's not going to be the same as Alex Trebek. He's someone very much in a Bob Barker mold who made his program iconic. And, you know, it's something that I imagine there were a lot of people who will watch the show regardless. But I imagine that, whether he retires or whether sadly he passes, you know, it's going to be hard watching it without him. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I will come back around to being someone who is super into Jeopardy again, but mm-hmm. um, I think it would take a while after he departs to be able to watch like I used to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. How long do you think Drew Carey's going to still do Price I don't Price? know, but I never, like, okay, sometimes uh, I was at my mom's this afternoon doing laundry, right? And it was around the time when The Price is Right was on. And every time that Drew Carey, like, I get that people like him because he's a likable guy. But every time I see him doing The Price is Right, he seems like he would rather be anywhere else in the world. He is a dirty comedian. Yeah. It feels- I remember reading his book, Dirty Jokes and Beer, mm. and there's this one chapter called 101 Dick Jokes. Yeah. 101 Big Dick Jokes. This is like from the late 90s. Yeah. Like, because the Drew Carey show it was just like this fun. Well, that was like really the golden age. Like, the golden age of the sitcom or the silver age of the sitcom in the 90s? I don't know. Oh, uh, well, it was a pretty great age, regardless, in yeah. terms of like ratings and everything. But he has this one chapter of Drew Carey just called 101 Big Dick Jokes. And I remember some of them. It was like, uh, it was him and some other comedian who would just 
come back and forth. My dick is so big that blank. <laughs> and I remember reading this and just not stop laughing on the band bus. And some of the bits were, my dick is so big, I can fuck a trombone. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is so big, clowns come out of it when I come. <laughs> my dick is so big, I can fuck an elevator shaft. My dick is so big, it has its own dick. And even my dick's dick is bigger than your dick. <laughs> my, 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 my dick has been overthrown by a communist dictatorship. And now it is known as the People's Republic of my dick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange in that I think of Drew Carey. So like when he first was announced for the gig, I just thought of him as someone who wasn't going to be a lifer the way that Bob Barker was. Mm -hmm in his role in the show in that there were people who were like, I think Mario Lopez Slater from Saved by the Bell was like in the running because he's a professional presenter. Now. Yeah. Um, and he's someone I could easily see doing the job forever because it's like, and, and not to disparage, you know, me gente, but like, it's, I, I, I don't know what else is Mario Lopez going to do, you know? Yeah. So might as well just do The Price is Right. Yeah. But Drew Carey, like, he seems like the type of guy who's going to want to do something else eventually uh -huh. and isn't going to feel fulfilled doing it. Right. Like, he seems so unenthused doing it. Right. And I wonder it, how many tapings they do a day. I have no idea, but he just, I, that just seems like such an exhausting job. Yeah. And the whole bit there are little things that drive me nuts because I don't remember if Bob Barker did this or not, but like when you spin the big wheel, um, he asked if the person wants to, to say hi to anybody. So we're focusing on the contestant doing all these random shout outs that no one cares about the same way that my least, my own private circle of hell yeah. is the getting to know the contestants portion of Jeopardy mm. on an endless loop. Cause I don't <laughs> care. Um, but the, this whole thing is that, you know, you're not focusing on the wheel. And I just kind of intellectually, I hate things that take away from focusing on the game. Uh. So I just want to be back at the game and, you know, that and Drew Carey, he'll like count down, you know, well, uh, 35 or 40, 35 or 40 is what you need to advance 35 or 40. And he, he'll continue like that as the wheel is spinning like a robot that yeah. has been broken in some fact. And I like Drew Carey. It's just, I don't think he's the right fit for the price is right. The thing about Bob Barker is like the juicy thing is like watching him, you know, in the back of his mind, it's just pussy, pussy, <laughs> pussy in the back of this. I'm gonna bang some big hair. Gonna bang some big hair. Probably have. Got some side piece for my side piece. <laughs> it's, it's, he's just throwing it around. I mean, but, you know, it's a steady gig and it's mm -hmm. good work if you can get it. Yeah. So I understand. And it's why, you know, I would always, I don't know. Maybe I just miss certain aspects of The prices Right growing up. So, yeah. I'm trying to understand this one comment. Well, this it? is so hooking, but I got 10% and high score girl paused i might have to plug in and watch the show take care of the stream huh this is didn't bob get in trouble for banging yeah i mean banging the girls and he got some sort of fine and he got reprimanded but he didn't care yeah because i don't well i don't recall if he was called out for unwanted sexual advances or that he got caught 
banging one of the models by human resources and you're just not supposed to do that and that's what he got in trouble for see i'm sure someone more educated than i will be able to uh, <laughs> eh, it's fine. uh be able to and uh, like answer this about whatever it is that he did mm -hmm. so um, well paul basta thank you thank you, thank you for, for your thank you for your two dollars who else hates Roman reviews and skips them? Well, we read your thing. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm not the one who spent money to ask that, which is fine. Fine. Uh, <laughs> that is your right. And also, I go into the um, the our cars things, mm -hmm. and basically, well, there will be people who say, "Well, you know, I like the topic, but I just can't get into his voice." And so I'll respond and say, "Like that is an absolutely perfectly fair." Yeah, thing to say, and then thank them for hey giving it a spot or, or yeah. a shot. Like if they say, "Hey, I only uh, listened to like a minute, but I couldn't get through it." I'm like, "Well, hey, thank you for the minute." You yeah. know, hey. because yeah, nothing is guaranteed, and also anything that and this is something that it took me a while to get around to accepting to the point where like now I actually want to make more reviews on my own. Mm -hmm. In that I realize that sometimes people like the content that they've always gotten. And if they don't get that, you know, uh -huh. it's kind of one of those things where they want to, um, you know, just sort of express in, in a, I get it because I'm a pro wrestling fan <laughs> of like <laughs> yeah. why people would say these types of things, you know, ironically enough against another Roman, yeah. but that's one of those things where I just, and now I'm repeating myself, but mm -hmm. Essentially, it doesn't really bug me that much when people get upset about the reviews. It it will bug me if there's something wrong with it, like I missed something or I did something. Yeah, like wrong. I called a 2002 Nissan Primera a 1995, mm. and I'm like, ah, sorry about doing that. It's just I think about the 90s a lot. Yeah, yeah. but I think also a part of it is that I've always really had like pretty low self-esteem and it's built up like exponentially through this. And I've been able to do things that I never thought my anxiety would allow me to do all because of this amazing, random, crazy thing that I get to do. And so I realize this just goes with the territory. Like mm -hmm. if I can't take people, like if I get upset that not everybody likes me, then I am in the wrong profession. Right. Like it, I, when I was a kid, like all I wanted to do was, make a living writing and yeah. I'm doing that now. So I have absolutely like people are welcome to say all sorts of, you know, whatever. Right. Like I don't really care as long as they don't like, you know, it's not anything. Mr. Mr. Before your comment goes to the top of the screen, which it has, um, but you asked uh, what, what is my opinion of zero motorcycles? Oh, I've got an opinion. Because while I was in New Zealand, I didn't make a video about this because it was a me vacation, but I rode uh, a zero motorcycle over the Rimataka Hill Pass. The zero motorcycle is great. It could do with a fatter rear tire, but I understand why they put a thin one on there to reduce rolling resistance and get some better mileage out of that thing. It has a very poor mileage. Like its range is 90 kilometers, which is like 50 miles. That's all the farther <laughs> it can go. But it goes pretty darn quick and it's a lot of fun. And it's a very pure version of motorcycling, motorcycling because you hear everything. 
Yeah. Um, it is just dead silent with except for like it comes up. It's fun. It's like a Tron motorcycle. It's oh, I love it's great. Um, the guy I uh I was lent this bike for a day from a guy uh who lived who worked for Weta because ah. of course he did. <laughs> yeah, Weta, yeah, Weta Digital or Weta Workshop, I forget which. Oh, it was Weta Digital, and he worked on a movie that's coming out very, 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 very soon that he can't talk about, and he knows what happened. He's, he was on some of the special effects. It's huh. the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. It's that big one. Yeah. So big one. the one. So the sequel, <laughs> the, so that's it. And, uh, um, he, and he was an American too. He was very Northern Californian hmm. and I can't, I don't know if he was married or not, but he's been living in New Zealand for at least five years. Hmm. And I'm like, and every now and again, I kind of do the math. Like, could I move to New Zealand? And the answer really when I'm back here is no, because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's, it's, there's nowhere to go. You There's the same roads, the same places. There's, it's, it's, yeah, I guess outdoorsy and go hiking and stuff like that. But it is a kind of insular place. And I imagine you like Homer and you only, you only move twice where he gets the job with Hank Scorpio. Yeah. And everything is perfect. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. But something is off. Yeah. It's like everything you ever wanted, but it's not what necessarily you're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul Basta says, way to take a punch. I'm liking you more. Cheers. cheers. Uh, thank you for being a good sport. Hopefully yeah. it will be as good a sport as Patrick Stewart can be. Yeah. Um, D3X3 something gangstar. How much buns are you slang on Twitter? Well, none, because I deleted my Twitter app. Oh, uh, you mean Tinder? Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Yeah, Tinder. Because the, the Tinder, the last time I went on the Tinder date was maybe in like January. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really a date. It was just more of like a, we're meeting in a public place to ensure that the other person isn't crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was at Barnes and Noble. And yeah, it was basically, hey, let's walk around and look at book uh, thank you <laughs> and look at books and other weird random collectibles that they have they have these weird dolls that are called like fugglers uh -huh. that are just ugly looking dolls with very like deeply articulated teeth that makes them even more creepy uh -huh. so it's just you know but nothing came of it and that's fine um nothing comes of most of those things and that's fine too because i can't imagine where i would fit a relationship into this because like I'm not trying to be in one, mm -hmm. you know, it's but also I miss the feeling of belonging to somebody. Yeah. Like having someone it, it's that feeling of, well, you know, a lot of people get weighted blankets because it helps with anxiety, mm -hmm. but also because it creates the simulation of like being held in a yeah. way. And so I'm like, shit, I need to get a weighted blanket. The but yeah, that's something. That's something I, I miss. Yeah. You know, being touch starved is a real thing. Yeah. But that's something you can't put on a dating profile because that's a red flag. Yeah. I, I can't. That's the thing. They want you to be truthful on your dating profile. But realistically, anyone who is actually on their dating profile is going to send up like so many red flags that you're going to think you're watching double dare. 
Yeah. It's, just, it's one of those things where I just, uh, ah, I got to get out of saying one of those things. But it really is a situation where you end up sort of uh, just disqualifying yourself yeah. before you even get into it. And the thing is, I, I, I'm not necessarily, I don't know what I want. Like, I'll say, I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. I want something that's more than casual, but less than a relationship. Yeah. I want something that's sitting right in the middle ground of, I don't have to talk mm-hmm. to you all the time. Yeah. I want what Patrice O'Neill wanted. Like, I don't want to be, I, I want to be alone, but I don't want to be by myself. Yeah, pretty which much. Is, yeah. Yeah. Just like every now and again, which isn't me, which isn't a friends with benefits, but I'm cool if you don't want to live here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with once a week snuggle time at bed. And I'm also like you, whoever you are, the mysterious you is going to not be dependent on me for a damn thing. Yeah. You are. Except validation. I'll give validation. Yeah, I'll yeah. throw that out like Halloween candy. Yeah. But it's just, don't, don't get upset if it, like, I, it's like my last girlfriend. It was just the whole thing. Everything I said was wrong. Mm. It was like everything was wrong. And so it's just, it kind of gave me this weird sense of inadequacy in terms of like my capabilities as a boyfriend, because I think, well, what if everything else I do is wrong, mm. you know? And it's, it's, I, I, ugh. Ugh. yeah. Can of worms, but mm. yeah. Well, I don't want to end on that note. No, I realized we never broke out the sign. Yeah, we never broke out the sign. It just kind of worked its way out anyway. We're yeah. almost coming up on two hours anyway. It's 9 p.m. Yeah. I had a chicken breast, but no vegetables to go along with it. Yeah. I will have another chicken breast. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm going to make rice anyway because mm-hmm. I need it to, to tomorrow. And I still I do color correction. And probably later tonight, I will play Kerbal Space Program and try to get to the moon. The chat's dying down anyway, although there's still 187 people watching. So. Hey, it's just 6 p.m. in Arizona. Yeah. I'm thinking next next winter for my escape the winter thing, because that was really nice. Getting off that plane in Auckland, yeah. and it's 80 degrees. I'm and, like, how nice is this? So I'm thinking Phoenix or something like that. Never been to Arizona. Never been to Arizona. Just do RCR Phoenix like next February. Like at the end of February, I got my skiing in. I'm good. The end, the end of February. Actually, no, it's really got to be March. Yeah, it has to be March because that's when like it really hits around here. Yeah, like the winter. They they just like <laughs> you thought you yeah, thought you were free. done. No, no. Yeah, yeah, it's spring. Not oh, it's I thought it's spring. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not. It's, just it's like, winter oh. again. Yeah, Mar- March winter. is the time to leave PA. It, it's it so really is. It really is. Or maybe like RCR Las Vegas, RCR Vegas. We still haven't done Vegas. <laughs> we got UFC tons of sub- down there. We got tons of submissions in Vegas. Yeah, but it's a lot to sort of take in. But I love the idea of just an escape from the weather yeah. trip. Yeah, that's just kind of hilarious. People saying me. Phoenix is prime in March. Yeah, we call it fake spring. Yeah. Hmm. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this will be going up on iTunes either tonight or tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. And until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Brian. Have a great one, everyone. Take it easy. Bathroom. <clears throat>